This is Pop Culture Period Piece Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Julie. We are actors, costumers, movie, and book enthusiasts. But we have very different tastes. So every week we pick a pop culture period piece to talk about. Our thoughts about the movie and also anything the movie brings up. Like how the mummy is totally written through the female gaze and Santa Fe from Newsies is the ultimate I want song. Do you know what that is? Listen to us. So if you like movies with corsets, manners, and cottage core aesthetics, give us a listen. Pop culture period piece has a new episode dropping every Thursday. Goodbye. Bye. What's up, everybody? Whew, a little, uh, hate to admit it, but a little winded from that uh, small 15 seconds of dancing. Uh, what's up, twitch.tv slash the Trident Network. This is I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. I am your titular host, Trent Dozier. Happy to be here once again, doing some improv, doing some improv live on Twitch, or perhaps you're listening to this in the future on a podcast, or you're watching the uh, recorded version of this on YouTube. Uh, however you are choosing to intake the show, all that matters is that you are intaking it and that you love improv. And for that, we thank you. Um, we have a wonderful show lined up today, a wonderful guest, someone I'm very excited to improvise with and talk about improv with. Uh, but before we get into that, of course, uh, you know her, you love her, you respect her, and you even fear her. This show would be impossible to do without her. Say what's up. To the technical support of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, it's Val Agnew. What's up, Val? What's up, Trent? Do you really fear me? Me personally, no, but I'm sure there are people who do. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I'm too deep in behind the scenes to be scared by you anymore, you know? <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. I've been um, told I'm intimidating, and I just don't get it. Well, actually, I could see that. I mean, I think anyone... <laughs> hearing it in my head sounds so funny anybody who comes across as competent can seem intimidating and val you're <laughs> you're incredibly competent i would say um that is I, one of the best compliments i've ever gotten oh well you're welcome I, i'm glad i stand by it i stand by all my compliments as you know um i i think i come off across as incompetent because for the most part i am um <laughs> So I'm not like an intimidating presence. Um, that's why. That's why. That's why my high school wrestling record was deceptively good because nobody was afraid of me, and then they'd fucking lose. Okay, it's not this true. is how it, it, this is how it goes when I play poker with people. Like they're they're like they don't take me seriously. Oh yeah, that's me. But in all in a, anything anything that's happening in in day to day life. I, I'm, I'm a hard person to take serious because as actually we were discussing in the pre-show, I, I love to laugh. So sorry, sorry, that, sorry that I love to have fun. And on, on our most recent episode of the show, you know, we were talking about how much I love joy and, and having fun also. So, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. I love to giggle. I love to laugh. I love happiness. <laughs> Is it crazy to say that I love happiness over sadness? I don't know, but that's how I feel. <laughs> Wow, controversial. Uh, <laughs> uh, Val, we got some cool things coming up uh, here on the Trident Network, including 
uh, the return of a podcast and the debut of a podcast. First, right. uh, coming up on Fridays, the return of, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, Val, so please tell me if I do it right. Dr. Raymond Pants, uh, oh no, it's something books on tape. Dr. Raymond Pants. No, you got it right. Oh, it's Dr. Raymond Pants books on tape? On demand. On demand. See, I knew there was another part. Uh, <laughs> well, the new season of Dr. Raymond Pants uh, books on tape on demand uh, has dropped. Uh, subscribe to that show wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, right. Episodes come out on Fridays. Also, right. we have a new podcast debuting this Wednesday. That's right. So if you're listening to this in the future on a podcast, uh, go back and listen to the premiere episode. And if you're watching mm -hmm. live with us right now, make sure you're listening to the premiere episode on Wednesday. Uh, it's Unjali Vision, uh, mm -hmm. which is a podcast about TV and pop culture and yeah. stuff that stuff that I care a lot about. Val, you want to talk a little bit about Unjali Vision and or yeah. Dr. Raymond Books on Pants? Dr. Raymond, yeah. Dr. Raymond Pants Books on Tape on Demand. Yes. Uh, Dr. Pants is doing a grim fairy tales uh, parody this season. Oh, so that so is fun. very fun. Um, and Anjali Vision is uh, hosted by Anjali Misra. Um, and she's just really passionate about TV, pop culture. And she's a freelance writer. She's very funny. Um, she's also into like politics and, and uh, stuff like that. So I'm sure that will imbue her show as well. And um, she's going to have different guests on every week. So it'll be a rotating cast of interesting folks who have their own thoughts on the show at the moment. Awesome. That sounds great. That is sounds like half the podcast I listen to. And you know what? I'm already I'm looking forward to more pop culture content. I personally can never get enough of it. Um, so tune in every other Wednesday, starting this Wednesday, or if you're listening to it on a podcast last Wednesday, uh, but every other Wednesday, Unjali Vision, subscribe to that. Um, anything else, Trident Wise Val, or are we ready to get into it? No, let's do it. Let's go. Oh, baby. This week, do an improv with me. Someone who I am just, I mean, I say this every week, but I mean it this week. I also mean it every week. To be to be very clear, I mean it every week. But this week, I super mean it. I'm so excited to be doing improv with this person. I've gotten to do quite a bit of improv with them, but honestly, not enough. Uh, criminally, not enough, I would say. Uh, so please, if you're in the chat, uh, say what's up to this week's guest. He is one of the founders and one of the owners of Chicago's finest theater not just improv theater chicago's finest theater period logan square improv please say what's up to this week's guest andrew Lemno. what's up Andrew? that's a that's a heck of an introduction it's ha i'm happy to be here trent this uh, this is awesome you know what uh and val you can either confirm or deny this i think i give great introductions and then the rest of the show kind of dips down and that's <laughs> also probably my fault but we always start high i give hot intros for everybody because you know what everybody deserves it and definitely you deserve it andrew that is so sweet i mean i'm pretty fired up to be here right now so i think yeah the intro was very well put together means a lot. I appreciate. Yeah, we're an improv theater, but I'd love to go toe to toe with, you know, the Steppenwolf, Goodman, some of these big equity theaters, and say, you know, come to our little room and see what's happening. If you if you've been to the Goodman on a Friday night, let me tell you, it's nowhere near as hot as LSI is. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's probably fine. It's probably a decent little evening at the theater. But if you want to go laugh your little tushy off and have the night of your life, you're going to Logan Square Improv. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Loop back around Wednesday night also. Uh, we'll That's talk, what we'll, I'm talking about. <laughs> we'll talk more about LSI, though, of course. Um, Andrew, you're here to do improv, buddy. And you know that. I know that. Are you ready to get into it? I'm so ready to get into it. Yes, I love that. Okay, as I said, uh, Andrew and I have improvised together before, but not enough. I mean, we were, I don't think we were ever on a team together. Um, so anything we would have done would have been one-off mashups, and we've done two-prov a couple times, which has all been enjoyable. But, you know, I feel like, I, you know, we've done way more stuff together offstage than we've gotten to do together on stage. So uh, I know you're excited. For me also, very excited. Always, uh, always love the opportunity to play with you. Uh, okay, here we go. We need a suggestion. So if you are in the chat, we would love to get a suggestion from you. Now, before you go out throwing your suggestions, uh, if you're a listener of the show, viewer of the show, you probably already know what I'm about to say. Uh, but if you're tuning in for the first time here at I Love Improv, we like to get our suggestions in a little bit of a specific way. Uh, I think all suggestions are great suggestions, especially when it comes to improv, but we want something a little thicker, a little meatier, you know, a lot of meat on the bone. So if you were going to suggest, uh, something like mechanical pencil, instead, we want something like Andrew is a teacher administering a test and Trent is the, uh, brown nosing student who finished his test early and now he's trying to befriend Andrew but Andrew is in the middle of a divorce at home and he doesn't want to talk to this child something like that something with a lot of meat on the bone obviously that would have been a great suggestion but that's out the door so you can't use that one um now if you have seen Andrew do improv before already feel free to start throwing your suggestions into the chat but if you've never seen Andrew do improv before, maybe what about what what's about to happen right now on the show uh, might inform what type of scene you want to see us do together or what type of character you want to see Andrew play. Because, Andrew, I'm about to compliment you on your improv. Uh -oh. Are you ready to sit there and accept <laughs> accept kind words from a friend? I mean, I should be able to, but I can't imagine anybody does this <laughs> comfortably. <laughs> no, uh, not one person has received it, it comfortably. Well, that's not true. I think uh, Bobby August Jr., who was my teacher at Made Up Theater once upon a time, I finished giving him compliments and he said, that's it. Give me more. So, you know, uh, <laughs> but the other 30 guests have been, <laughs> have, have been like you, uh, quaking in their boots to accept compliments. But you know what? You have to accept them. So. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <clears throat> it's your show. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's everybody's show. If you love improv, count, count this as your show. Uh, my name, I'm just the titular host. Otherwise, it's everybody's <laughs> show. Um, okay, Andrew. I, I personally have a strong belief that the person you are offstage really bleeds through who you are on stage and the types of characters you play and stuff. And I think there's like probably a degree of like, some people are way more that than others, but I think the way you play is absolutely the way you are off stage. So e either way you can take these compliments for you as a person or you as an improviser, I think they're totally applicable to both. You are like the sweetest boy who has ever lived just so much like, 
you care so much about creating an environment of like positivity and happiness either on stage or off and that shines through with your improv the last couple guests i have i've had on the show i feel like we've talked a lot about joy and you are someone who especially as a theater owner it like it screams through people walk into the theater and I've seen you talk to people who you have never met before and just give them so much grace and kindness and happiness and just immediately make them feel like, wow, I've never been to Logan square improv, but boy, I'm happy. I'm here right now. And that's before the show even starts. And then once you get on stage, you know, I think it goes without saying that you're naturally funny and like the fundamentals of improv are like so sound within you, but like above all else, you are just a, a freaking sweetheart. And that bleeds through all your characters. Like, I don't even think I've seen you play a guy who's mad or angry. I don't even know if you're capable of those emotions in real life. You're just one of the like happiest people I know. And every time I see you, like when I jumped on the Zoom today, saw your face, I was just like immediately in a better mood. Just like, yes, this is my guy. I think you and I kind of approach it very similarly in a, in a lot of ways where once we step through those doors, step on stage, we're like, you know what? I'm here to have fun and this is going to be fun. And it's got to, it's going to take something disastrous for happen for something to happen for us to walk off stage and be like, you know what? I don't think I had fun today. Cause at the, at the end of the day, when we do improv, we're having fun. So I, I just think like as a performer, as a person, as a theater owner, as everything, your joy shines through more than, more than anything else. And your happiness and just like, the sense of community that you're able to foster both, I think like within your teams, within the improv community, within the LSI community specifically within your friends, like, I don't know, man, it's just, it's an absolute joy to know you and to be able to watch you improvise as much as I've gotten to. And I'll tell you what, for me, it's going to be a freaking joy to get to do some improv with you uh, right now. Uh, Andrew, how do we feel about all that? I hope, I, I hope it wasn't too much. I hope it was enough also. It was more than enough. It was too, I mean, it was too sweet. I feel emotional right now. I miss you, dude. Get back, move back to Chicago. Like, we can't be across on different parts of this country. It's it's too far, but that, uh, no, those words mean a lot. Thank you so much. I I will accept, I, will, I want to deny, I'll accept in the spirit <laughs> of saying yes, Joy. I mean, uh. and I, I, I do. I feel like we're kindred spirits. I think we both love improv. Kind of a lot and kind of a lot for uh, sure. <laughs> kind of a lot. And uh yeah, mutual love, respect, and admiration for I mean, all the shows that you put up in Chicago when you were here and like you know, when what you will put up in the future when you move back, you know, <laughs> okay. on my timeline. Easy. I'd love to see you again. <laughs> uh <laughs> no, but um but thank you so much. That's very, very thoughtful and sweet. And I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting that. So I'm See if I can even do a set. I might tear up and not even be able to make it through. Hey, man. Tears are fine as long as they're happy tears. <laughs> uh, Val, how are we looking? Any uh, any suggestions pop up yet? Well, we've got some shy folks watching tonight. We do have plenty of people watching, but no one has offered up a suggestion. That's okay. Uh, as you know, if we don't get a suggestion from someone in the chat, we'll get a suggestion from Val. And... Val's been on fire recently with her suggestions. We haven't we haven't had one in a couple of weeks, but she's been good. Andrew, go ahead. I was about to ask if I was the first guest that nobody wanted to give a suggestion. No, to. no, 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 no. It no, happens no, no. like every I don't know fifth episode. Yeah. Um, okay. 
but it's it's uh it's an honor to be able to provide the suggestion mm-hmm. and uh i thought i put a lot of thought into this um you two are at uh, an anger management group uh, meeting <laughs> okay okay uh, Andrew, you are there by court mandate and it's your, <laughs> uh, your second week there. Oh, and, uh, oh Trent, you have been going for like two years and you just like really like it there. <laughs> uh, okay. That's so Val, Val, that's great. That's a great suggestion. Uh, all right, Andrew, my friend, are you ready to do some improv? Right. Let's do right. some improv. Here we go. Thank you, Val. Have fun. Hey, so I uh, haven't seen you around here before. You new? Uh, yeah, I'll be. Uh, don't get don't get to know me though, because I'll be out of here pretty soon. I'm uh, I'm in and I'm out. This is just uh, this is just something I got to do, but it's not who I am. Want to be sure, clear about yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. That's pretty. Uh, that's that's ex- you sound exactly like I did two years ago. But uh, you know what? I actually kind of love it here. Uh, just keeping it on the DL. Don't want don't want too many people to know like how stoked I am. But uh, it's actually it's actually a really good community, and and I've grown I've grown a lot. Um, I'm nowhere near as angry as I used to be. So I think you'll get I think you'll get a lot out of it. Uh, my name's my name's uh, Rick. Nice to meet you. Rick, my name's Big Paul. It's a pleasure to meet you. Big Paul. Wow, that's kind of crazy name for such a little man. No offense. No well. offense. No offense. Hey, none taken. I've been 5'3 my whole life, but I'm a 5'3, 135, Golden Gloves, former two-time champion in the state of New York. And I, you know, I got big confidence, and that's what got me here in the first place. So uh <laughs> no offense taken. <laughs> Your confidence made you angry. That's an interesting. That's an interesting, that's an interesting take. Uh no, I don't wanna don't want to overstep uh don't want to overstep a little bit but uh i did i wrestled in high school myself so i too am familiar with the uh with the combat sport i would never i can't i can't put my hands on anybody like that punch you and i got i got uh i have weak bones i never i didn't drink enough milk when i was a child my mother didn't believe in milk uh from her breast or from any animal so in fact i've never i've never tasted the sweet nectar of milk uh which is why my my bones are so brittle but uh man that's crazy Gold, wow golden gloves 135 that's not a very that's a that's not a very like um uh that's not a very big weight class that's tiny you're tiny i don't mean to keep harping on it but i've never seen a man so small well i'm a tiny i am a tiny guy i've got bad posture too and i like to keep my shoulders in uh but I gotta say, for for being a guy who's never tasted the sweet nectar of milk, that handshake was something firm. I can I can picture a firm clasp, you know, back in high school. Probably, you know, what 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 was your go to move if you don't mind me asking? You know, obviously my sons wrestle a little bit now. I was just curious as to, uh, you know, what what kind of what kind of wrestler were you if you don't mind me asking? Oh, your your son's wrestling now. You don't say. Yeah, my son's wrestling now. He was boxing, but he got, you know, caught with one. And then, you know, my wife, she didn't want him to be getting the head injury. So we switched him over to something that, you know, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be getting the concussions and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, you can, of course, you can still get a concussion in uh, in wrestling, but of, co- of course they don't uh, come through as often. Uh, uh, my my move, as you can see, I'm huge. I'm a big guy, six, six, five, 300 pounds currently. But uh, I was a little smaller in, in high school, but I, I wrestled a heavyweight division. Uh, my move is the old, uh, you can, I, should I do it on you? You mind if I do it on you or? Hey, you wouldn't be a former high school wrestler if you weren't trying to still show off your moves. So let's go ahead and do it. 
there's one thing I know about anybody who wrestled in high school. It's that at every possible opportunity, they love to try to show you real their wrestling moves and talk about their former high school wrestling experience. <laughs> so yeah, I would love to. I'd love to support you in this journey. Come on, wrap me up. I'm a fighter. I'm not going to get hurt. Do whatever you want to do. I'm not going to get a concussion or nothing. Let's do it. Come okay, on. Okay, I, f- I feel personally called out, but that is true. That is true. Every oh, high no, school. No, no, no. It's just I'm the not fact saying. Of life. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. You're, in fact, I'm saying you're right. Is what it's I'm saying. Like, you know, every single person I know wrestling loves to talk about it and loves to wrap you up in the waist and make a big deal about it. Whether you know you're in college or you graduate from college, and yeah. nobody really asks in the first place. They love to wrap you up and talk about high school wrestling. So it feels like I'd love to wrestle with you a little bit right now. Still, come on, it's all in good fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> The move uh, when you're a heavyweight, you typically don't go for uh, 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 takedowns as you're not like shooting going for takedowns as much as the okay. lighter guys, you know. Especially a tall guy like me, I'm, I'm I have a higher center of gravity. So what I would do if you come here, just grab you around the neck okay. here. Yeah, there we go. All right, yeah. Grab you around the neck here, and then I put mm-hmm. my my leg here and my hip, and then we do one of these. Uh, you okay? Not too bad. Not too bad. Hey, not too uh, <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad. Hey, why the Hey, tell you what, why don't I show you one uh why don't I show you one of my boxing moves? Hey, little make it even, huh? For that. Oh well, I don't uh, didn't uh we didn't discuss that ahead of time. I don't know if I <laughs> No, come uh, on. You you wrestle me, I'm gonna throw a couple punches now. Come on, put your hands up. Get your hands up by your face. There you go. Start moving yeah. your head. You want some head movement, you don't want me to catch you. Hey, come on. Uh uh. Pop, pop. Hey, pop, 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 pop. Hey, hey. Oh. under over. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh, oh, hey, oh. sorry, sorry, Chief. Sorry, did I catch you? Oh shit. You popped out my fake tooth. Oh, no. Oh. Hey, hey, buddy. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. I was just having fun. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This tiny guy kicked my ass. Oh, jeez. Hey, bad dude, tiny. Big Paul. Well, you're still, I mean, still physically smaller than me is my main takeaway. And I, I went easy on you. If I wanted to, I could kick your ass. No problem. But I don't want. Oh, come to. on, don't be don't be a sore loser just because I knocked out your little tooth. Now come on. <laughs> well, you didn't knock out one of the real ones, so that one was that one was practically begging to step off the plank, right? You know, to use a pirate metaphor, something <laughs> I haven't been talking about at all. So I don't know why it popped into my brain. Have you seen any of the Pirate of the Caribbean movies? <laughs> oh, I love those movies. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, you, the, you there's say- something I love the. Do you say Caribbean or Caribbean? I say Caribbean, but hey, I'm from New York. I don't know what else. What else did I say? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what we say in New York. What else do I say? What else do I say? <laughs> God, where are you? Where are you from in New York? Because I can't place your accent. I can't. I can't place my accent, but I definitely can't place your accent. Upstate, I'm from Buffalo. You part of the Bills Buffalo Mafia? Bills Mafia, yeah, baby. Josh Allen's my guy, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that. Love <laughs> my that. borough, I, yeah, I'm up in that. It's more of a northern borough, we like to call it. But, yeah, it's pretty much, you know, there's nothing no, there's nothing more in New York than, than a Buffalo summer. Let me tell you that much. Oh, nothing more New York. I've, I've actually never been that way up or that far up uh, that far up New York. I've only stayed uh, stayed down here in the uh, in 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 Brooklyn, where we are, we're in Brooklyn, which is I'm assuming lower than Buffalo, uh, because I know that because I'm a native New Yorker and a, yeah. a native Brooklyner. You can tell by my accent. 
There it is. I knew I figured I knew I liked you guys when I walked in. I said, you know what? I know I gotta be here because I made one one dumb mistake on one, you know, I was just having a bad day. But Aww. but honestly, being guys like you, I could I could see why this is the thing you wanna you wanna be around more. I, I get why yeah. you like making this a spot. If you don't, uh, I hope I'm not overstepping here, but now that you've knocked my fake tooth out, which you, again, was going to come out anyway because it's fake, so it's not that impressive. No one's that impressed, but hope you don't hope you don't mind me overstepping here, but what, uh, you're a court-ordered guy, eh? What you get sent in here for, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, court-ordered. No, I want to make, make sure anger, you know, obviously, you know, I knocked out your tooth, which, you know, because you weren't moving your head and whatnot. Oh, what's that? Okay, look, I, I just took it out again. So it's like, it's not that well, no one's... A... Nobody in here is that impressed. That's what I think. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. See, the the thing was, I was um, I was at a, a routine traffic, you know, just at a traffic light, you know, the red, yellow, routine green. Traffic, with yeah, routine traffic, yeah, routine traffic, I got it. So I'm at a traffic light, and, you know, this cyclist comes up, and he's waiting next to me. Oh. You know, and he's got... Bicycle or motorcycle? A bicycle. I can already tell I'm gonna be on your side of, of this story. Keep going. <laughs> okay, good, good. That's I knew I knew I could trust a guy like you. Yeah, I don't yeah, like so, bikes. I don't like bikes very much. Oh, now we're talking. Yeah. So this, so this, so I roll down my window. I take out my my cigar that I'm just having a casual little drag of, and you know I don't see him standing there. So I try to flick it out the window, and it lands in his little cyclist jersey. He starts hobbling around trying to get this thing gets mad at me takes it out throws it back in my car and the disrespect i felt in that moment that the cigar throws back in my car so you know i got out i roughed them up a little bit showed them a little one two a little over the top hey come here let me show you again let me show you what i did this guy come here why don't you get closer uh, let me show you how exactly right. what i did this guy come on right, so, so i got the left the right came under the top go over the then i hit him and then I'm, oh jesus oh my Oh, buddy, come on. You got to move your head. What are you doing? Well, I assume that Jagaloon didn't move his head, which is why you're here. So I was just trying to recreate, trying to be a good uh, acting scene partner, you know? Didn't want to move my head too much. Shit. Damn. Yeah, that's the fake one again. You haven't, pop you haven't popped out a real one yet. We're good. We're good. Oh, oh, no, the I wasn't trying to hit you. I was just trying to show you what it felt like. But anyway... Yeah, I popped the guy, and you know, so now I'm here for my anger management. Um, Man, that's that's crazy. I mean, who hasn't casually, accidentally thrown out a lit cigar that has hit someone on accident? It was uh, clearly it wasn't your intention to hit the guy. Obviously, that's good. No. And and you know what? He was pro he was probably in the bike lane, but he also probably wasn't. Stay in the bike lane is what I'm saying. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And he was, which was kind of part of the defense that he was yeah. on his own business okay. and I instigated uh, okay. a lot of it. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, obviously, okay. obviously, yeah. I, I got to ask, though, you know, for a tip for a tat, what brought you in here? What brought me in here? Ugh. What brought you in here? Yeah. What, what made you? What, what brought you to anger management? You're not even going to believe this, but it's actually eerily similar to your story. Uh, I got in a fight with my brother because I caught him hooking up with my wife, and I threw a bunch of <laughs> I threw I threw a bunch of unlit cigars at him. He he had a it was at his house. He has a he has this box of my brother's rich, and he's got this he's got this box of Cuban cigars because he goes to Cuba once a quarter. The guy goes to Cuba once a quarter. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. Ah. He works he works for uh he works for Sony. He's big. He works on the all the Spider Man movies. Anyways. 
so I, I go over there just to say what's up, you know, maybe get a little wrestle in, a little tussle, see what's going on. I walk into his bedroom because I'm walking around and I just hear, oof, oof, oof. and I'm like, what the hell is he doing construction up there? I don't know. I'm not much of a mm-hmm. construction guy, you know? So I go upstairs and he's in there and him and my wife are getting it on sexually. They're doing sex on each other. And uh, what kind of I, stuff, what kind of stuff specifically are they doing with each other? <laughs> just so I can paint a picture. It's nothing, per- buddy. Trust me. I don't want a <laughs> no, picture, no. but I need no, to know. No, I understand. I understand. So I walk in, and and it's my brother and his best friend, Rod. And him and Rod are... Are you familiar with an Eiffel Tower? <laughs> well, my wife has never been to Paris, but she has now, I guess. So I'm... I, the, first, the first thing I see is this box of Cubans, and I'm just freaking... I'm sidearm winging them, you know. I pitched a little mm. in high school too, uh, you know. Wrestled in wrestled in the in the fall and winter. In, the, in the winter and then uh, baseball in the spring, you know. So I'm freaking whipping them. I'm whipping them. I wasn't a very good pitcher, otherwise I'd still be pitching. So I'm mostly missing. And then uh, I hit my wife. I hit my wife right in the left nipple, which is admittedly her preferred nipple. So she was not happy. And then uh, bingo, bango. Now I'm here uh, as a part of the divorce settlement. I got, I had to start coming. I had to start coming to anger management. And and like I said, it just felt like a felt like a community. There's a great a great group of people here. Obviously, a lot of people got a lot of anger in them. But you know, most of them are guys like you. Where it's like that could have happened to anybody. Throwing us throwing a cigar out the window that could happen to anybody. And and the bikers in the city, you never know what's going on with those guys. So. Um, so yeah, and then and then like I said, I just kind of stayed because you know my whole world kind of crumbled uh, in the divorce because obviously I don't speak to my brother anymore <laughs> and I don't speak to my wife. So uh, you know it was a little, little bit of that. Uh, and uh, you know to be honest, I'm just out here kind of, kind of chasing the dream still, just trying to piece everything back together one day at a time. But you should start training me. You should start I, training me. No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. No, I'm no, sure. Come on. I'm sure you got a. You're a, you're a former Golden Gloves boxing champion. I'm sure you got yeah, a, but, a proper trainer, and you know, I I, no, don't know. I don't got this. I don't got the speed for boxing, and you know, I'm trying to transition to MMA. I need to work on my ground game, my get my grappling. I uh, figure, why not? You know, bring in a coach like you, somebody down on his luck. Somebody needs, some, you know, a reason to get up in the morning and someone you know, who can, wrestled in high school style. twenty years ago. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but when you, threw, when you threw me down, I mean, I never felt pain like that before. I feel like you know, we it's it's real serendipity. I mean, tossing cigars, finding ourselves here. Like, what are the odds? You know. Yeah. We could be I, we could be Eiffel Tower in the competition, the two of us. <laughs> Uh, okay we oui, we oui. that's i uh, learned in in court i actually learned a couple french words and and we oui, uh we oui means yes in french so that was me saying yeah 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 I, yeah i think i i think i could train you i just and i just want to make sure before we commit to anything before we commit to a, a, a partnership uh, you said when I threw you, you'd never felt pain like that. And I just want to make sure that it's not because I'm literally over a foot taller than you and literally twice your weight. That had nothing to do with it. No, I mean, it could have been a contributing factor for sure. But hey, look, I, I don't do well making new friends. You seem like a good dude. I feel like what we shared in this moment is something special. And I'd love to continue this friendship, you know? 
you and me could be your brother and Rod. And your wife could be my future <laughs> opponent. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean I don't mean to cry. It's just it's been a long time. Uh no, buddy, come here. Come here. It's been come a long time a since it's Give been a long hug, time buddy. since I've had a friend, you know. Oh, this feels oh, this nice. Nice. It's like <laughs> nice. it's like it's like hugging a little stuffed animal. <laughs> I feel like I could breastfeed off you right now. Oh my god. You don't happen to have any milk on you, do you? I'd love to try some milk. Oh, of course, I got a carton on me every day. You know that. You got a you carton. A, you don't become oh, yeah. a Golden Gloves <laughs> champ without your 2% every morning. Of course, that makes so much sense. And obviously, obviously, I don't live with my mom anymore. So I've had a couple decades to try milk on my own, but I haven't. And this just, I don't know. This feels like the time. This feels like the time. Uh, hey, come I, on. I don't... Here, everybody, have a sip. Have a sip. Have a sip. Take this. Take this. You just you just drink it normal like a normal drink. Put a little bit in your mouth, swish it around, give it a little gargle, toss it back. Get the full. I want it to run over your teeth. I want the calcium to coach your mouth so you feel it. Okay. You know I do need a stronger teeth. I, I've lost a couple teeth, as you know. You wouldn't be losing teeth. Yep. There you go. Drink up. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Mmm. Mm. Give me a swig of that. Let me. Oh my lord! This came from a cow. Came straight from a cow. God's I... finest creature. <laughs> I like that. I think I like that a lot. I think that. I think. Uh, I think this is a. Uh... I don't want to be hyperbolic, but this is the first day of the rest of my life. I think. What? What? With the I don't know what hyperbolic means. <laughs> I don't know what hyperbolic means, but I can tell you, I think we found something pretty special here. Big Paul, I think. I think it's. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, you know what? I don't have anything profound to say. <laughs> <laughs> Can milk get you drunk? I think I might be drunk. Oh, I got yeah. I did put a little. I put a little whiskey in the bottom just to give it a little taste, a little, uh, yeah, a little, a little kick. I like to say. Okay, well then that's a. It's been a day of first for me because this is the first time I've had milk. This is the first time I've been asked to train something, somebody in MMA, and this is the first time I've had any alcohol of any kind. Oh, well, my man, this isn't. You would think that little sip wouldn't have affected me as much as it did, considering how big I am. But I'm I'm feeling affected. Well, it's probably with the missing tooth. It's shooting straight in, into your nervous nervous central system, oh, yeah, up into your brain. That, so the effects the will be immediate. All there right, let's box. Let's box. <laughs> there we go. Now I'm. Here we go. Let's go. This is how this is how we really train. I love it. Come let's here. box. Come here. Bada boom, bop, bop. Ah, bada damn boom. it. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Hey. All right, shoot. Dang, you knocked a couple of them out that time. I know they weren't all fake. <laughs> I think we could make a... I'm not even going to put these back in. We're going to make like a shark tooth style necklace, but with my teeth. And I, hey, and I, I'm going to give it. 
because you knew my friend, you're my new friend. I'm gonna make this even right now. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh my what god, that was gonna feel like. <laughs> oh my god, did anybody else see that? <laughs> did anybody else see that? This is the new guy just ripped his tooth clean out of his mouth. He's got strong hands because he's a boxer. That's how he could do it. He didn't even need didn't even need pliers or tweezers or or nothing. Holy. Well, I think I might take a nap or faint uh, based on the blood loss and the alcohol. Uh, but oh, here's 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 Scott. So it looks like the meeting's about to start. Hey, uh, Scotty. Scotty. Okay, that's the scene. <laughs> Oh, my fucking God. Oh. <laughs> Watching you guys, like, circle the drain at the end was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like, just trying to find <sighs> your way out. It was, well, <laughs> I think I I should have called it a, a couple minutes earlier, but I was just having so much fun. <laughs> I said, I said, I said to Andrew in the pre-show, and if you've, watched or listened before you probably know that the the improv scenes are usually around around 15 minutes but i always say like if we're crushing and there's a perfect out early we'll leave early and if we're having fun and there's a better out later we'll leave later but we'll shoot for 15 and this was nearly 20 minutes just because i quite frankly did not want to stop from and from (laughs) from the jump i mean you had me going shoot what did he what did do you remember what he said val that killed me at the beginning oh uh, oh my god i was trying the, to remember I, it was it the whole like f- detailed description of like being five three one thirty like no. golden gloves champion because no. that I, got I me <laughs> that was very funny i remember what it like was how that just poof, came out of your brain Cohesively it was, was impressive. okay so it was it was this moment which i think the funniest moments is the the i think oftentimes the funniest moments in improv come from you know truth and reality and as oh, they say in the book, say. <laughs> yeah, as they say in the book, truth and comedy, you know, um, and, but that is, I mean, that's real. That stuff comes from reality and it's a lot easier to do that stuff when you know each other. And I don't even know, I don't even know if this was a shot at me specifically or not, because I literally did wrestle in high school, but I also know people who wrestled in high school who are way fucking worse about it than me. And I'm sure you know people like this, Andrew, but Andrew saying people who wrestled in high school love to just fucking grab you and tell you about how they wrestled in high school. I was like, yeah, that's so I think I think I like to grab people because I have three younger brothers and not because I wrestled in high school. But I I, this is not the first time me wrestling in high school has come up on the show. (laughs) That's for sure. Oh, my God. But that that was like Uh that's a real that's a real that what that's why that was so funny to me was because that is one partially describing me and two i know tens of people like that in real life and all of them are annoying (laughs) and (laughs) and it's just like that type of stuff in in improv um is what gets me going the the hardest it's i think it's it's the funniest was that directed at me directly or was that just a general it can be both can be neither i promise with all the truth in my heart it was not directed at you specifically you've never wrestled me you've never grabbed me you've never made me have to wrestle you it's more just every other dude that i know who is a former high school wrestler just loves to wrestle and i'm like a tall lanky dude who doesn't like combat sports 
and doesn't like being touched by strangers. So the amount of times that all of a sudden I'm in a headlock and I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm not having fun. And uh, yeah, so that's just more of a shot. If any of you are in the chat who who like have ever grabbed me and wrestled in high school, I don't imagine there's much of a crossover, but I'll call you out directly and say, stop doing that. Nobody likes it. Uh, I fully agree. And it's like, it is very much like, uh, honestly, a lot like the character I was playing. And it's also, it's wrestling specifically, you can think of that because there is so much physical contact of it, but it is so much like any sport anybody who was good in high school and then didn't really go to the next level is just like oh man it's like uncle rico and napoleon dynamite like i used to be able to throw the football over those mountains dude i was so good at football <laughs> it's just like anybody yeah. with that mentality like let me get here go deep I'll, I'll chuck you a pass or you know some a baseball player being like i'll throw i'll show you how hard i can throw it's just like we get it we were all in high school and now we're not it's understood <laughs> Oh my god. That was so funny. Val, you can uh confirm or deny this. I think <laughs> and it's funny because we were talking about how frequently I laugh during scenes before the show. <laughs> but that felt like I was consistently laughing throughout the whole thing in a way where I could I felt like I <laughs> was struggling to like recover to get back into the scene. I don't I don't necessarily view improv as like um uh, I think it's I think it's a high art, but I don't think it's like a snooty art where I'm like, well, the improv was good, but they were laughing the whole time, so I didn't like it. Um, as I've said on this show a number of times, we're grown adults playing make-believe for no money. So if I'm laughing, I'm fine with that. Um, but Val, I, I don't know if we've ever done a scene like that. I felt like I couldn't recover <laughs> in, a, in a good way. I mean that as a yeah. compliment. I was... No, you were laughing a lot, but I don't like I didn't feel like you were out of the scene. Like I felt like you were very much still in the moment. Yeah. And I think like my philosophy on laughing, um, probably because uh, Katie Klein is one of my favorite improvisers, is I think that the by for anyone who doesn't know, Katie Klein breaks a lot in scenes, mm -hmm. um, but is also one of the funniest people ever. Um, yes. And uh uh, m like from observing her, I think it's more about like the spirit of the laughing, like where, why it's happening and where it's coming from yeah. than like the laughing itself, because there are some people who just get up and like laugh at themselves or like laugh cause they're uncomfortable yeah. or something like that. Um, and that doesn't work ever. Uh, but when you're like <clears throat> two people, excuse me, or like a group of people have just ha enjoying each other, yeah. uh, and laughing because you're genuinely making each other like laugh. Yeah. That's fun. And I think everybody is like in on it with you and can really like enjoy that scene. And like, you never dropped what you were doing. Yeah. You're just sort of like giggling along mm. with yeah. the scene, which is great. <laughs> well, it's funny too. Cause it's funny that you bring up Katie specifically because that I did a, I did a workshop with Katie Klein where that was where I was finally, finally like, oh yeah, I'm just going to laugh because she said essentially what you laid out right there about where she was like, she's not, if she's like laughing at uh, the, the person who laughs because they're uncomfortable, that's hard to watch, but like understandable. And the person who laughs at themselves because they think they're crushing it is way more like, are you though? Are you crushing it though? <laughs> but Katie was, she was talking about her teammate on the late nineties, John Sabine specifically, but a, a lot of the, 
actually everybody on the team, but she was mentioning him specifically. But she was like, if he is the funniest person on the planet, which I think he is, and he says something funny to me, what am I going to do? Not laugh? No, I'm going to laugh and then go back into the scene naturally. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, that is honestly one of the like top three improv notes I've carried with me. I mean, it was one of the most important things I heard in Chicago because it really empowered me um, to not, you know, worry about that type of stuff. And like I, as an, an avid improv viewer, am someone who likes to see like Katie and John laughing together on stage because that is very, it's contagious. And in this scene specifically, I felt like part of the reason I couldn't stop laughing was because every time I looked up, Andrew was also laughing and it <laughs> felt like we were just, it was that like, you know, we were feeding off of each other and we couldn't, neither of us could like uh, recover or breathe. <laughs> Andrew, what yeah. do you, uh, what do you think about the, about laughing in the, in the, uh, in the improv? I mean, I align exactly with how you all stand with it too. And I think there's yeah. such a joy in like true friends performing together too, for that reason. Yes. It's oh, like, yeah. And that's like, I mean, I just felt that energy from the get go. Cause like, I miss you a ton. We are friends. Like, I think so highly of you as a performer. Everything you do makes me laugh. So then just getting to volley a scene back and forth where we're like both kind of like went out the gate pretty hard and then just yeah. kind of being like, all right, we're here. Let's play. Like, uh, we'll just like in the spirit of joy and everything you said, like, really, I felt like 20 minutes. I didn't realize that was 20 minutes. That felt like it went by quickly, which is like, yeah, so fun. But I'm a big fan too of like, yeah, like the, I, I, I always encourage people to break under that same caveat. It's like, if you are, inspired by your scene partner they do something that like brings you joy makes you laugh and it comes from like that honest place it's like do that you also like you want to do improv because you want to have fun and that is the epitome of having fun is like you and your scene partner created something so joyful that like the audience laughing and your laughter is like all together it's all wrapped up in this like one moment so like um i also was very much enjoying giggling through that scene with you as well it was really fun (laughs) Val, were you going to say something? Well, I I also noticed something that I think is, if I could say that LSI has a style, um, is very much of the LSI style, which is the sort of like poking at your scene partner to Uh, like, like push buttons to get them to react in a certain way. And I definitely like noticed that a lot during the scene. And it was so fun because like, especially when you know each other really well, it's like such a great tool to use in a scene. And I think that that's like something that I see a lot in LSI shows and and really enjoy. Um, And it's sort of in that same like vein of like making each other laugh. It's like, you're you're sort of almost having like a separate like secret conversation with your scene partner yes while the scene is happening and that's such like a fun magical thing that you can only really do with people who you like know well and feel safe with and um like know how they they improvise um and it was just really fun to see it manifest here too yeah i think the um the conceit of the scene also really lent itself to i think you know I, as I've mentioned on the show before, like, I love to, you know, get a little meta and poke and, like, uh, the scene last episode with Dan White was so, like, deeply personal and yeah. and very meta in that way. And, like, I, the two people who I improvise with the most are former guests of the show, Cam Hurt, who obviously I do a show with in L.A., and former guests of the show, John Randall, who him and I did a bunch of shows together in Chicago and then you know, we'll bop between New York and LA, try to do as much as we can together. But, 
both of them, when I play with them, we all do this thing where eventually the scene breaks down and Val, you called it like a secret conversation. I think that is the perfect way to describe it. The scene breaks down. I bet Andrew, I bet you and Alex probably have a little bit of this when you guys uh, play with each other, future, future guest on the show, Alex Perchaco, uh, and, <laughs> and member of fair dinkum, the greatest improv team to ever walk the planet. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but there's very much like all of us, like, especially cause Typically, I'll play a bunch of different characters, and then eventually John or Cam will try to play my character. And I have a very, like, I do a lot of, like, this, and, like, my movements are like this. And I'm, <laughs> if you're on a podcast, I'm, like, waving my arms around. And then all of a sudden, they'll be one of my characters, and they'll be like, well, this is how this guy was, you know? And it's just, like, doing an impression of me. So then I take over their character, and I'm doing an impression of them. And it's all, like, this meta underlying conversation that sometimes the audience is in on and it was like in in our scene specifically right now andrew it felt like it felt like you and i were having that conversation of like we both know why this is so funny and it is because i did wrestle and it's because we do know we know these people and this is based in reality so like people i think will find the scene funny but people who know high school wrestlers will probably find that segment even funnier and you know be laughing like like we were mm -hmm. um or like yeah. how how well andrew was familiar with new york and yeah oh my god <laughs> no, two, a couple of horrible accents there well, it felt like both of us kept yeah. dropping it that was so funny it was great oh i know i feel like i it, right at the gate it just was i think because like your initial line had like a little something to it and i was like all right we're there we're like these guys like these rougher dudes and uh yeah it was uh it was fun. I apologize to the state of New York and all those uh, Me too. affected Me as by well. the accent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but hey, in the moment, in the moment, that character felt so real and so so close to my uh, heart that everything that came out of my mouth was the yeah. yeah. Uh, it was also funny too, because we because of the scene, uh because of the suggestion, what we were doing, it was Andrew and I as as the characters could poke each other on like a Trent and Andrew level, but also we are in an anger management situation where, you know, these guys have short fuses anyway. So it was almost like a game upon a game. Mm -hmm. And I think, <laughs> I think this speaks to who both of us are, but we never, <laughs> it felt like we were both trying to make the other one angry at each other. And we're just like, hey, it'll be more fun if we're friends though. And we kept, <laughs> we took turns being like, nah, I'm not angry at this guy. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I want to give a shout out to the chat, and I want to say I appreciate your silence up top to give space for Val <laughs> to give like a ten out of ten suggestion, because like on that same level, like that's so fun too for like Val, you knowing both of us and being like, yeah, when we're talking about joy and sweetness. It's that same like poking friends and being like, let me put you in an angry situation, <laughs> and like push you in a scenic direction that you're not gonna go, and I yeah. think that got us giggling. We were giggling at your suggestion. So yes. it was another layer that allowed us to jump into it with a lot more confidence and freedom to be like, oh, this is so fun that you like thoughtfully provided a suggestion that like set us up to play. So I really appreciated that too. That was really cool. Oh, well, thanks. I'm glad. I Yeah. I mean, as soon as you all were talking about how nice you are, I was like, oh, well, this is an obvious choice. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what like made it so fun is like you, you aren't angry, violent people. So like, it's the whole thing is like a joke on a joke on a joke because yeah. it's just silly. And it was great. It was a beautiful uh, relationship between the two of you. <laughs> it was. 
I had a blast. Well, we are we're approaching the top of the hour here, so unfortunately that means we got to start wrapping it up. Uh, Andrew, as I mentioned, is not only one of the owners, but he is one of the founders, along with a member of Fair Dinkum, Alex Burchaco, of Logan Square Improv, which, as I said, is not just the preeminent improv theater in Chicago, which it absolutely is, (laughs) and I would know because I don't live there, but uh, it is. Uh, It's also the best theater in Chicago, in my opinion, in terms of, like, the quality of show you're going to see for the amount of money you're going to pay to see that show. It, I, I can, I cannot say, uh, I cannot speak highly about the, sh- the, the theater enough and about how, how welcoming Alex and Andrew are. And honestly, if you're a fan of improv or not, you will be after you see any, any show there. It's, it's unlike anything else Chicago has to offer improv wise. Um, in my opinion, for, for more information on the theater, uh, you can go to LoganSquareImprov.com. They have uh, shows Wednesday through Sunday night, all extremely affordably priced. Uh, you can also, like I am still, even though I don't even live in freaking Chicago, uh, you can become a member of their Patreon at Patreon.com slash LoganSquareImprov. Um, I think it's completely worthwhile, and even if you don't uh, go to a ton of shows, I think it's a great place to, if you just want to donate to them, I think it's such a good, pure endeavor like for the sake of art and creation and awesome hippy dippy stuff that i freaking love but i i love that place um andrew a- anything you would like to say about lsi here as we as we wrap it up oh uh, that that was enough <laughs> that was the the outro outdid the intro in terms of your kindness but i sincerely appreciate the compliments and the kind words and yeah if you're an improv fan and you live in chicago just please come swing through shows are five bucks we try to do a lot of really good long form, so we'd love to see you um, yeah. and hopefully make you laugh if you come to a show. Yeah, and I got to say, they try, and they try successfully. It's great shows. So keep <laughs> keep trying, because you're doing great. Um, as we as we mentioned, Trident-wise, make sure you're checking out Unjali Vision and Dr. Raymond Pant's uh, Books on Tape on Demand. Those are two podcasts, two great Trident Network podcasts, an old favorite and a new favorite. Uh, so make sure you're locked into those. And then finally, this is... Unfortunately, probably, um, not probably, it's unfortunately definitely only relevant to the people who are with us on Twitch right now, but Val, if you could throw that ticket link into the chat, uh, the next edition of Cam and Trent's Family Reunion in Los Angeles, California takes place this Wednesday, April 26th, 7 p.m. at the Yard Theater. Tickets are $8 online in advance or $10 at the door, and it is the one-year anniversary of Cam and I doing this show at the yard. I I literally can't believe it. It doesn't feel like it's been a year. It also feels like it's been a million years. Um, but if you're familiar with the show, or if you're not familiar with the show, typically it's a variety show. Uh, but to celebrate one year, there's no variety. It's all improv, baby. Because you know <laughs> what I love. Everybody here knows what I freaking love. Um. So I think that's it. Val, any final thoughts? Just that you're great. And so are you, Andrew. Wow. Thank you, Val. I second that. Andrew, Andrew, you're great. Val, you're also great. You know that. Um, And remember, people fear you. People do fear you. (laughs) I know. I'm terrifying. Uh, All right. I have to go celebrate my father, one Robert Andrew Dozier Jr. Today is his birthday. We're going to go get dinner. Happy birthday to the big fella. And remember, above all else, 
I love improv. <laughs> Thanks for listening to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Mia D'Amelio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return on Monday, May 8th, live on twitch.tv slash thetridentnetwork at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.